Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. All right, let's pray. Father, we're just so grateful that we can be here today. Lord, we pray that, Lord, you calm our hearts. Lord, that those that are watching, those that are here from everything that's going on in our life, we would focus on you. Know that you're in control. Know that you have a purpose and that you have a plan. Lord, may we just look to you this day. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, uh, if you see up on the screen kind of a different title today, you're going to see $84,000 or $84,600. Is that what it says? Or $86,000? Jeez, wrong with my name. You know, you know how many times I said that in my head this week and I got it wrong? I say 80, did I say 84, 86? What's on her? I can't even see. All right, whatever, it's on her. Listen, anybody know what that means, what that is? That's how many, you know, you think about it and you see it and the money and so forth and you think how valuable it is. And, and if, somebody, if somebody came to you and said, this is how much money that you have today, right now today, if you have this amount of money today that's on the screen, and with that amount of money, there's only one catch. You have to spend it by midnight. And here's the key, every day. So at midnight, when that strikes midnight, <clears throat> if you haven't spent it, it's gone. The next day, same thing happens. What would you do? Your focus every day would be right on whether you give it away, whether you spend it, whatever you want to do. Your priority of that day, <clears throat> knowing that at midnight, that amount of money is gone. The next day you have it again, but for that day it's gone. It's so valuable to do, nothing would get in the way. So what I actually want to turn it to today and show you, you know, that's, exact, that's exactly how many seconds that you have every day of your life. Every day. That's how many seconds that you have that you see it's on the screen. You have that many seconds every day that's spent. It's gone. After every day, you, you know, uh, the Bible tells us something very important about time. It tells us that it's very valuable. And how did you ever run into somebody and you run, wherever it might be, and, and you say, hey, what's going on? I haven't seen you. What are you doing? And they're just standing. You're wondering what they're doing. They're, oh, just, uh, you know, just killing time. Just killing time. And, and it's like, we, we don't understand. The Bible says more than money, more than that amount of money that you see on the screen. There's three things that the Bible tells us that are more, are more important than money. One, it's your name. It's your name. Bible tells us in Proverbs that a good name is more valuable than any amount of money. Secondly, it's wisdom. Remember, God so blessed Solomon because he didn't ask for money. He asked for wisdom. And because of that, all the money in the world, the richest man ever probably to live. Why? Because 
He asked for wisdom first. He asked for wisdom, the money will come after that because you'll be able to make the right decisions. And finally, what I just said is time. It doesn't seem like time is, is, and it even says this, I think, in the book of Daniel. We can't quite grasp it, but it, it's going so much faster. It just seems like we were here last Sunday. You know, it, it just seems like, you know, you were, it was Friday and the next Friday comes again. And like, what, what's going on? Everything is going so fast. I believe it's because we are, listen to me, we are coming to the end the end of days, not just the end of days, but the end of the end. We are there, prove it to you. God's word tells us in Genesis and also in Matthew and the gospels that not only the time is running short, but about this time, what God tells us in his word, which is so important that we see that you know that I'm telling you the truth today, that when we get to the end and knowing that it's so valuable, how that you spend your time. What does God's word say about that? Well, let's look at two passages and then we'll go get into this a little bit more. Ephesians chapter 5, verses 15 through 17. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. God gives us, if you want to even say, as a warning. Redeeming the time because the days are the evil. Therefore, and he continues to go on what we need to do. Do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Now, keep that in mind. I want you to look at another verse in Romans 13, and we'll correlate both of them together. Romans 13 and verse 11. And do you not know the time that... Now is high time. It's the most important time where you're at right now in life. To awake out of sleep. In other words, you know, make the decisions on what is important. For now our salvation is nearer than we first believed. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Therefore, let us cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. We redeem the time because the days are evil. We know that we're getting towards the end of this era of what we're living in, and it, that every Sunday we're that much closer to eternity. And this, this time, these seconds are so clicking away, and we just, oh, there's just another day that goes by. God wants us to focus as believers how important every day is. Prove it to you. We need to redeem the time because the days are evil and they're even more evil as we are in our society. God tells us as we get to where we are today, to where we're closer, we are so close to the Lord coming back. We are so close. And how are we making these decisions that are affecting our life every day because of this time is slipping away? It's going so fast and we don't really, we don't really value that time every day that we have. God's word says violence covered the earth as we get to the end of time. Violence covered the earth. All of you would agree with me, right? I don't even, you, I mean, even someone that's not a believer, if you would go and talk to anybody that you want to, you would say, hey, isn't it crazy what, what's going on in the world? 
all the violence, everything that's happening in the Middle East, and we don't know when all the different wars are going to break out. And then every day that we see on the news, all the violence, you just shake your head. You just say, man, can you believe that that is happening? And then we, we see all the immorality it goes without saying. I've talked about it past few weeks, the immorality. But here's the one I want you to get to show you that we are getting so close. It says, believe in Matthew, we get to the end of the night. Love will grow cold. You know, I wasn't going to share, but, you know, Friday night, uh, I was at the grocery store. So I go to go in, and, and uh, you know, I don't know if your grocery store's like this, but it, the one Acme store, I got a pet peeve, you know. I never, I never talk to the managers about anything. I'm so backward. Waiter, they could, I could have the worst food possible. Oh, yeah, it's great. Everything's great. It's wonderful tonight. Thank you. You know, I just am so backward. Just ask my kids. Anyway, so I finally got enough guts up that at one time about the carts in the middle of the winter are outside now. I don't know if you get that or not, but they're all wet, they're cold, which I just can't, anyways, that's not what I'm talking about. But so, so listen, so I go to pull a cart out Friday night, I pull a cart and I swing it around and go in. I didn't see the person coming in behind me. And I said, oh, oh, I'm sorry, excuse me. Person says nothing to me. I go in, now this all happens within five minutes. I go in, as I'm walking in, okay, as I'm going down, and I'm walking through uh, the, the one line that I'm going in, there's another person, in a, and I almost run into him. I said, oh, I'm sorry, excuse me. Nothing said to me again. Now there's an aisle that I want to go down. A lady is right in the middle on the top of the, uh, the front part of the aisle, and she's leaning over her cart, and of course, what is she doing? She's on her cell phone. So I says, hey, hey, excuse me, uh, I, I need to go down that aisle. Looks, says nothing, barely turns around, and moves her car. I'm like, I'm about ready to lose my mind. This is the third person that doesn't even acknowledge I'm trying to be nice to you. <laughs> I, what, what, said nothing. Then... I go, oh, I know, I, no, there, there isn't, I, so then I had to use the restroom as you get older, guy, men, you know that, you know, you got to use the restroom, I won't go into that, but anyways, I go in, as I'm walking in, this is the fourth, as I walk in, there's, there's a guy walking, I almost bumped into it, oh, I'm sorry, I'm telling you, I'm not making all this up, I'm sorry, you know, says nothing, four times, I'm checking out. It's so another thing while I'm at it, I'll just stay on it. You experience the same thing I do. I go to check out. Well, what are you? You've got six lanes to check out, and only one of them is open now. So you're supposed to use all the self-check. Well, of course, you know, with being dyslexic and all the things that go with that, I go over to the checkout, which I can never do it right. So the flashes, lights flashes on that I need help. So <laughs> I'm sober. And she barely gets to me and, wa and walks away. I go, I, 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 I'm still talking to her. She goes back over to her, like her little counter thing. And, and I'm like, it, 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 she didn't fix it. She had to come back over because she was so in a hurry to do nothing. She went back over and she, I actually had to get her attention because she was looking down at the paper. And I'm thinking, what? I know you guys face the same thing I do. What is happening to where there, 
you cannot deny that there is a coldness in our society. God's word tells us, as we are in this time, redeem the time because the days are evil. The spirit of the Antichrist is, is here. It's working powerfully. Many of the theologians that is those two verses that we looked at believe without a doubt that the Antichrist is alive and well today. We just don't know who and where and when it's going to happen. It's not me. I'm talking men that I trust in and women that study God's word, that know what they're talking about. It's un- but what are we doing? We're just, we just can't wait till when? We can't wait till we get to the place to where, you know, there's nothing more depressing than when you're on vacation and you have one day left, right? And you got to go back and the routine and, all, you know, and the whole thing. You know, and we live for vacations. We live for retirement, all these things. And God's saying, don't waste this time that you have every day. It is so valuable. Redeem it. In other words, many times we believe that says to buy it back. What it actually is telling us also is to make Make it count because the time that we're living in is actually the end. We are living in this time that you and I have such a, if I can say, privilege to know that we might not have to face death. We might be raptured out of here. So how do we go about all this? You say, Dallas, I know, I believe we we attend here or we watch... We believe what you're saying. How do we go about then of really, of you having tomorrow being easier for you or you can figure those things out, what you're going through, whether it's relationships or work or whatever. I mean, how how does that happen with this time thing that you only have so many seconds, 80-some thousand seconds every day and we want to make it count? How can we do that? Well, let's look at a couple more verses before we close. Look in the Old Testament. In the book of Psalm, Psalms 90, verse 12. This is how you go about it. It's basic. It's right here. I don't have to give you one, two, three points on what do you got to do, all these other things to make every day count. God tells us right here. Psalm 90, 12. So teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Who's the psalmist talking to? He's talking about God. Lord, will you help me today? Will Will you show me? Will you teach me? How does that happen? We say every day, if you attend City Church here, five minutes. If you take five minutes right here tonight or tomorrow morning before you do what you have to do for this week, and you take it and you're in here every day for five minutes, God says that you will meditate on it, that verse or verses that you read in those minutes, that it will go through you all that day. And God is so amazing in your life and in my life. He is going to give you with everybody watching, the hundreds that are watching, those that are here today, just for you, exactly what you need to face 
this week, tomorrow, he's going to show you right in his word, just for you, you're his child, exactly what you need. Why don't we make our life easier? We can make it so less complicated and we can really enjoy it and have the joy of the Lord in our life by this right here. It's the word became flesh. Jesus speaks to us in our spirit with his book, all of his words, and we just open up. And what you open up today is just for you. Teach us. Teach, Lord, show me for me, for my life, what I need, and you will gain the wisdom. You will have the wisdom that you need for your health situations, for your financial situations, for your relationships, for what you have to do at work. You make hundreds of decisions every day. God will show you. And this life, as the message Bible tells us, will have a rhythm of grace that you live and that you work in and that you walk in. And life doesn't have to be as complicated as we make it. Lord, I'm going to open the word up to you. I know you've got something I cannot see tomorrow, but you can. Lord, and I, I don't know what's going on here with what I'm dealing with. But Lord, you know me better than anybody. And I'm going to honor you. You are my heavenly father. And Lord, will you show me as I open your word up and I read that your word is a lamp to my feet. It's a light to my path. That's so amazing. God's so amazing that every one of us, exactly what we need, he will give us. All we have to do in this life that we live in is take the time to build a relationship with him. And as we do, watch your life. It doesn't change your problems, but it makes your path smooth. And we will thank the Lord that he gave us the wisdom. I don't care whether you're in high school. I don't care whether you're 70 years old. We still need direction. And God will give it to us right here. Let's close with this last verse. When we talk about time today and how quickly it goes by. 2 Peter chapter 3. 2 Peter chapter 3. Many of you know this verse, these verses. 8 and 9. But beloved, do not forget. In other words, when the Lord puts this in there, he means business. Don't forget, don't forget what I'm about to tell you. Don't forget this one thing. Don't forget one thing he's saying. That with the Lord one day is as a thousand years. And a thousand years is one day. And then he builds on it. The Lord is not slack. Concerning his promise is some count slackness. But his long suffering towards us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. For the Lord 
One day is a thousand years, and a thousand years is one day. As he builds on that verse with the following verse, bothers me when I listen to so many different pastors and preachers and and they talk about this all the time. They talk about what I just shared with about the Lord coming back. Oh, Lord, I wish, you, oh, I can't, I wish the Lord would come back today. You know, I want the Lord to come back, and I know you too, but not today. You say, Dallas, why do you say that? Because we just read verse 9. Jesus is so long-suffering because eternity. See, when you come to City Church or when you hear it on the air, we, we talk about heaven we talk about hell, we talk about sin, and we talk about salvation. And we talk about the only way is through Jesus. And why is that? Because when eternity strikes, anyone will either go to heaven or to hell. And it's our responsibility. As I've shared with you before, we know from different studies that have been done all across the world. There's 100,000 people a week that come to know Jesus Christ as their Savior all across the world. Then why can't we wait as the Lord is saying, wait, hold on. Yes, he's coming back. We want him to come back. But wait a little bit longer. And to know that your family member, your friend that you went to high school with, your co-worker, because eternity. Can you imagine? Do you know when we talk about time and we think about it, we say, man, it, I, you know, you're, you're loving something that's happened. You can't believe how quickly that time, I mean, it just flew by. But when you're in a situation that you can't get out of, and you don't know when it's going to change, and it is bad. That day, that one day seems like a thousand years. And that's what those that will experience that are in hell. You mean it's only been one day? An eternity. That's why I'm here. The Bible says if you teach his word, you're responsible. I'm responsible to you. Yes, God will bless. Yes, God will give you a prosperous. Yes, God will give you joy in your life. But yes, there is also consequences for the way that we live. And it's maybe you will only hear this message this one time. And hopefully, through the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, you will come to know him as your Savior. Because he is the one that died on the cross who shed his blood for all the world so that we could have eternal life in heaven. Man, we have hope in this violent world, in this cold world we live in, in this world that has no hope. I close today. Please be sensitive to the spirit that Jesus has given you in your heart, to the people that are in your circle of life, to so shine 
You don't have to beat them over the head. You don't have to tell them they're dying and going to hell. Yes, they are. But you don't have to. The Bible says always be ready to give an answer. For what? For the hope that you have. See, we don't realize it. But off of you and you and you, the light is shining when you walk in the room of all your friends that don't know Jesus. And, you know, how many times have they, you know this, because how many times have they said, hey, come on, come on, you can just want just one beer. Come on, you can just have a beer. Come on, we're all doing, come on. Because they want you to feel like you're part of what they're doing. It makes them feel better, right? But if you're there and you say, ah, it's all right, but I'm here, I love you guys, and, uh, you know, it's, I'm good. But you don't condemn them. You love them, you put your arm around them, and you're the one that they will call when there's no hope. And through you, that day will seem, (laughs) it's unbelievable. That day will go by so, and you will be, Lord, thank you that this person is going to be in heaven. And a thousand years will go by, and you still see them. And it's like a day because there's no more time. There's no more pain. There's no more sorrow. There's no more suffering. Man, it is worth it. It is worth it to live the life of a believer. Not only the joy that he gives us, but you have friends. Where are they going to spend not just how many seconds that we began with today, but where will they spend eternity? Not to here to make you feel guilty as I close. I'm here to challenge you, to encourage you, to do what you can, to reach people while we can, because people are fearful in the world that we live in today. And if they see you and they see how you live and they know that you have a calmness that they don't have, they will say, hey, Joe, Susie, what is it? Man, I want what you have. And you can say, what I have is Jesus. And pray this prayer with me. And they pray the sinner's prayer. And her name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life forever and ever and ever. Let's pray. As our heads are bowed today, I want you to know most of you are here as believers, but as we do every week, be praying for those that are even watching or listening right now. We have so many that listen on our app and that tune in live. Lord, I know you're knocking on the door of someone's heart. Lord, the struggles that they're having, let them know that they have to just take that step of faith and pray, Jesus, I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life for me, just for me. You know me. You know my hurts and my struggles. Father, I I want to know you. So right now, I, I ask you, Jesus... I believe who you are and I ask you to come into my heart 
to forgive me for all of my sins. And Jesus, from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. Father, we thank you. May we never close, whether it's through any type of social media or even as we're here live. Lord, if there's someone even here, may a friend bring a friend to know that eternity is forever, to know that today you tell us the seconds are clicking, not tomorrow, not next week. Today is the day of salvation for those that are willing to believe. If there's someone here, as Ben leads us, Lord, if there's someone here, may they come with a friend or family member and I can show them in your word just as way I prayed with those a minute ago, Lord. May they come and accept you as their Savior as Ben leads us in this closing invitation. Jesus' name. Amen. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior. And you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his son to die on the cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life. And you died on the cross. And you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC, or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services, and we want you to know that we'll contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, you'll always have hope, knowing that Jesus is your Savior, and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.